0: So we're holding my parakdalid pasukei the learning tonight should be aschos ilanish ma'asr vechiom mechol ben asher and nicheskel shraga ben avram yehuda as well as aschos for fu shleimah for ben miriam. So we were previously introduced to the two sons of Rimon Habayroisi Bano and Rechav who were officers in of Ishbaishus army and we learned that at some point they had fled Eretz Israel to Gaza but they returned now at this time. So pasukei vayelchu bnei Rimon Habayroisi Rechav Abano. So the two sons of Rimon Rechav and went, and they came in the middle of the day to the house of Ishbaishas. Now, Mabum points out that they came in the middle of the day. They obviously were not concerned about being stopped or about somebody capturing them if they went in middle of the day in broad daylight. And he was taking an afternoon nap, which the Targum tells us was common for kings. The the way the Targum calls it is, Right, that he was taking the king's nap. It was common for the king to take this nap in the afternoon, and they would have known that this was his routine. And so, therefore, they staged their attack exactly when he was sleeping. And they entered the house uh, as to- together with the wheat merchants. They they stabbed him in this fifth rib, which, as we saw, by Avner and Asol was a mortal wound. And Rechav and his brother Banu fled from the house. So they stab his they kill him in his sleep, and then they run out of the house. Now, they entered together with the wheat merchants. The Re says that they posed as wheat merchants in order to gain entry to the house. So you had the merchants who were selling the wheat who would come in to negotiate the prices, and they entered as if they were part of that group of wheat merchants to negotiate on the pricing, and that was their excuse to gain entry to the house. And once they entered the house, they snuck off to Ishboishas' bedroom and they killed him. Then the Mikha Katana adds that the reason why they stabbed him in the fifth rib is because they held Ishboishas responsible for Avner's death, because it all started with Ishboishas accusing Avner of sinning with Charles Pelegesh, which caused the breakup between Ishboishas and Avner, because of that story, as a result of that accusation, Avner goes to try to make peace with David. And through that, he comes out that he is killed by um, Yoyav and Sadir 4 in order to take revenge against the Shposhes. They killed him in the same way that Avner was killed, by stabbing him in the fifth rib. Mechiktana adds, it's also possible that they were relatives of Avner and they held themselves out to be the Goyal Adam. But clearly, the fact that they stabbed him and killed him in this way was, shows that it was retribution for the murder of Avner. The Redak says that they, they weren't posing as wheat merchants, but that since they were commanders in Shaul's army, so they were well known in ish house, and so therefore the guards let them in without stopping them, without thinking that they had any ulterior motive. The Pesach Zion then repeats the story, but gives us a little bit more details. So, the Pasuk Zion, they came into the house, and ish was asleep in his bed in his bedroom, they struck him and they killed him and they decapitated his head they took his head and then they traveled through the Arava all night so they take Ishbosheth's head with them and travel now and set out to bring it to David to show their allegiance to David as well as try to not just gain favor but also hopefully gain reward and maybe a promotion um, on David's side the Malbim says that from the fact that they were able to gain entry to Ishbaishas' bedroom without any guards being stationed outside shows that Ishbaishas was not suspecting this attack coming or otherwise he would have guards stationed throughout the house to prevent anyone from entering his bedroom. So clearly Ishbaishas was not suspecting that this attack was coming. It does require a bit of explanation. Why is the same incident being recorded twice in Pasuk Vavet and Pasuk Zayin and in Pazak Zion, there's a little bit more detail. So we did touch upon this previously when we talked about why it would have been that Bana and Rechav ran away to the city of Gas. And that was the shot of the Malbim. The Malbim says that Pesach Vav and Pesach Zion are actually talking about two different stories. And you can even see it from the Lushan and the Pasuk Because Bo Vav starts, bo they had entered the house as if in the past. Pazak Zion is more of a, a Lushan Ha'ivah, a present, they came to the house. So the Malbum says there were actually two murders they previously committed a murder back in Pasuk Vav. It's talking about previous, att- uh, previous not, not attempts, but an actual murder that they committed, either against someone from Shal's house or against a um, a wheat merchant. That's, uh, they were entering the house of a wheat merchant and they murdered that person. And as a result, they ran away to the city of Gass. So the Malbim learns that Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion are two different incidents. Uh, One that happened in the past that caused them to run away. And the second one now is when they returned and committed a murder in the same fashion against Ishbaishas. Radak learns slightly differently. The Radak learns that they did previously kill one of the sons of Shaul, and that caused them to run to Gas. However, that's not why the Pasuk here is repeating in Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion. It's actually telling... But both Pasuk Vav and Pasuk Zion are referring to the story here. What happens is, Pasuk Vav is telling us that when they came to the house, they dressed up as wheat merchants in order to go undetected that people shouldn't recognize them as the previous murders. When the Pasuk is repeating itself, it's telling you that originally they entered and they killed Eshbaishas and they ran away. But then they realized, hey, we need some proof. We need to show David that we actually are the murderers of So We need some evidence. So the Pasuk Zion is telling you they go back into the house where they killed him. They decapitate his head and then they travel with his head to bring it to David. So, so Pasuk Zion is telling you that after they committed the murder, they go back in a second time in order to take Ishbaishas' head as evidence to show David that they were the ones who killed Ishbaishas. So, Pasuk Chas, they brought Ishbaishas' head to David in Hebron. They said to the king, Here is the head of Ishbaish the son of Shaul, your enemy. Asha Bikesh, who wanted to kill you. Vayitain Hashem, Hashem has given, to my master the king. Nikamois, revenge. Has given revenge from Shaul and his offspring on this day. So they come to David as if they are the saviors, they are helpers of David. They're helping David take his revenge, his rightful revenge from Shaul and from his offspring, who still wanted to kill David. So the Pasuk here is explaining their motivation, that now that Avner is dead and Ishbaishas has no hope of uh, ruling anymore, so Banan Reichov want to gain favor with David by eliminating the only remaining rival uh, of his. So they hoped that by showing their loyalty to David, they would be rewarded with a high position, perhaps even be, being, becoming the successors to Avner and being a, general, a high general in David's army. Now the Pesach here refers to two Nikamais. It's Nikamais with, it's Nekamais HaYayim, plural, multiple revenge, that one revenge against Shaul and one revenge against his sons, because even though Shaul is dead, but Rashi learns out from a pasuk in Bamidbar, lanu that even though the people that the mitzrim, uh, um persecuted are dead, but they also suffered, so that's Lanu, and that they feel pain even from the grave. And so therefore, the two Nikamas today, through our one act, we took Nekama against the offspring of Shaul, who, who he killed, as well as Shol himself, who felt the pain of his offspring being killed out uh, from the grave.